It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. I'm not complaining. Is it a Yo! MTV Raps thing? Yes. Okay. Bismarck. Uh, the Beat of Sports, Mar Daniels on this uh, Wednesday. Brought to you by our good friends at Hale, Hale and Jacobson. I'm on at HHDayLegal.com. Richard Hale, our sports live show. We'll talk to Richard. Crank up a new year. Coming up on uh, Friday. Keith Smith uh, talks uh, some NBA basketball uh, with us. Please find his work on Twitter or X at Keith Smith uh, NBA. Uh, I know you were up late. Magic, Warriors, uh, Celtics, uh, Thunder, which went before. Uh, good night at basketball. First, uh, welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm going to get to the Magic in a second because i got some more questions outside of the game. I was talking about them before, but... Um, Wow, Boston-Oklahoma City was fun for many reasons. How hot Boston's been, how well Oklahoma City has played. It looks like OKC's about to blow them out of 18. Boston comes back. White hits the corner three. We've got a one-possession game, and OKC hangs on. What did you think of last night's game? Yeah, just a phenomenal regular season game. You had both teams executing at a very high level uh, throughout the course of the game. Even when Boston fell behind big, they were still generating great shots. They just couldn't make anything. They, they went through a really long scoring drought against a team as good as this Thunder team. You can't really have that. But, you know, they stormed back. Uh, they made some defensive plays. The Thunder, you can see the little bit of vulnerability with them, with their youth. They don't really know how to close out these big games against good teams yet, but that'll come. They'll figure it out. Just two really good teams, really fun regular season game. Um, maybe hardcore NBA people, if you say, Give me the best players in the game. Uh, SGA's there, but is he still someone under the radar, Keith? Because he plays on that team that has quickly turned it around, but, you know, had been known for just acquiring draft picks. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people don't realize quite how good he is. I think everybody knows he's good, and, you know, they're like, yeah, he's an all star, but I don't know that people realize this is one of the best, you know, 10 players in the entire game. That's how well he plays. He's a you know silky smooth scorer. He's a great playmaker. He's a really, really good defender who really gets after it on both ends of the floor. Just a special, special player. And yes, some of it's the market size. They're not on TV a lot. I think you know the networks were slow to adjust to wow, this seems actually you know gonna be good. We we should probably get them on TV more. That hasn't happened and you know, now here we are. But yeah, he is a really, really special player. All right, let's get to the magic. I was talking last segment before you came on. I think it's fair after 33 games to reevaluate, at least for me and others, a preseason expectation and now conclude, look, the magic are pretty good. And if you thought they were a fringe playoff team, I think now you can say, look, I think they're a playoff team. So therefore, can you reassess and go, okay, where are the strength and weaknesses? And are you in to finish as high as you can? Or say we're sticking with the core that we have? I'm going to ask your thoughts about last night's game against Golden State where Steph took over and he's the reason why they won. But the Magic still are not shooting well. Uh, Defensively, they're playing very well. 
And Markel Fultz, now it's questionable to know he's downgraded to out. I don't know what's happening there. It still looks like point guard, despite the improved play of Jalen Suggs, is a struggle with him. At times in close games, it becomes Franz the ball handler. So am I being too critical? Or can you now say the Magic have reached a point where if you think they're a playoff team, can you make moves to get better or just say, hey, we're happy to be where we are. Let's stick with what we've got. Yeah, I think it's the latter as far as the they're a playoff team and why not make moves. I think you know this team is good. They're, you, you said it, they really defend well. That's going to keep them in every single game. It's how hard they play and how well they defend. The question is going to be closing those games and especially against good teams. It's, everything has to run through Franz and Paolo. And they're very good players. Don't get me wrong. These guys are both knocking on all-star consideration. They're very good. But it, they, they don't have anybody else making the game easy for them. They have to create everything uh, for themselves or for each other and or and in addition to their teammates. And nobody makes the game easier for them. And that's a major challenge. Now, there's a school of thought that says you don't want to get somebody in who's too ball dominant because now they don't have the ball, they don't have the reps and all those things. But I think there's a balance you can find of a guard especially that can come in. I'm with you on Mar- Markel Fultz. I love Fultz. I love what he's brought to the team. I love, you know, the way he gets after it. But the problem is it's just not reliable. It's the same thing with a guy like Jonathan Isaac. When he's out there, you can see how special he is defensively, the things he brings to the team. But he's just not reliable. And I think for the Magic to be where they want to be, you have to start to look to, all right, we got to get guys who we can feel confident are going to be out there. They're going to play. They're going to be on the floor. And they're going to fit around uh, Franz and Paolo. And the other thing you have to be conscious of, too, is, they're fifth right now in the East. I get that they're tied with Miami for fourth, and they're right there. But Indiana, Cleveland, New York, those teams are all right there, too. A couple of those teams are going to be playing tournament teams. You get into the playing tournament, you have one bad shooting night, and your season might be over. So you've got to be really careful. You want to finish in that top six, so it might be time to make some moves to bolster the roster. Is it, though, and I don't know what that market is, and you know, Zach Levine comes with a big price tag, wants the ball, and, and, and I'd be concerned about chemistry, is it a market to upgrade at that position? It, 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 is there a name or two out there? It might not be today on January 3rd, but we've got a month to go to the trade deadline. We, we may see a couple more of these teams kind of fall out a little bit and say, all right, you know, we're, we're going to go a slightly different direction, whether that's Detroit trading off veterans or a team even like Charlotte. There's some thought out there. Maybe they might look to move on from a guy like Terry Rozier. That's a guy who I think could really help the Magic quite a bit because he can play on both ends. He can play on and off the ball. And his contract isn't so onerous that you're having to trade three, four guys to get them, plus graphics and all the other stuff. That becomes a much more acquirable type of player. Uh, there's a thought of a guy like maybe Malcolm Brogdon from the Portland Trailblazers. Again, very acquirable contract. Not something you have to pay a premium to get. I don't know that the Magic are in position to go star hunting on a Zach Levine type player, but I think they could be in a position to add a, a very good, solid veteran to come in and help kind of stabilize things when things just get a little sideways for this young group. Uh, I don't know the last time two teams suing each other made a trade, but the Nixon Raptors uh, <laughs> did that. Um, as a Nick fan, I had to absorb it a little bit. I'm okay. Uh, I don't know if OG's going to get $40 million, but give me your thoughts on what the Nixon Raptors did. Yeah, he's not going to get that much. There are people who are throwing around Max 
level deals and all that. And that's what he should be looking for and asking for initially. And the Knicks are going to say no. And then it'll all come back around to a much more reasonable level. And I think what's going to happen is he's going to get paid like the elite 3 and D player that he is. He's never developed into an on-ball creator. He's not somebody who can really run the offense through or anything like that. But he's a good, solid player. And they don't need necessarily guys who are going to come in and be like, give me the ball, get out of my way. They've got those guys. So he's a huge upgrade over R.J. Barrett. The challenge is they lost Emmanuel quickly in this trade, and that that becomes an issue for the Knicks because their second unit has been what's kept them afloat. Over the last few years, it's been uh, the second unit that's really kind of killed teams. Now they've got good guard depth. They're very high on Miles McBride, who they extended in the wake of this trade, and they feel like he can kind of help kind of keep them moving. They've got other guys that can score on that second unit. So rebalancing for them. For Toronto, this is a sign of, hey, we're not rebuilding. We're retooling. We're, we're not going to tear this thing down. We we got Barrett and his long-term deal. They like him. We've got Emmanuel Quickly. We've got Scotty Barnes. We'll see. Do they move Pascal Siakam now? That seems to be the direction it's heading. But but this uh, Raptors team, they're going to take the next couple weeks, see what it looks like, see how the landscape develops, and then go from there. All right, let me end with this, and it's a fun game to play. Is it's uh, uh, something Magic fans haven't talked about for years about a, a player on the All Star team. No knock on Nick Vucevic, but you know now you got a couple of guys playing really well. I was doing their stats; they're almost identical: minutes played, shots attempted uh, between Paolo and Franz. But let me walk you through the East, and you tell me who are locks to make the All Star team because the roster is only twelve. Let me start up front in the East, and and, and uh, Joel Embiid and Giannis. We agree, and, and Jason Tatum. You agree? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and then uh, backcourt, do you agree that locks are Tyrese Maxey and Damian Lillard? Yes. Okay, now let me throw some other names here. Tyrese Halliburton's going to be an all-star, right? Yep. Jalen Brunson? Uh, I think so. He should be. Uh, let me go back up front as we're just trying to figure out some names here right now. Um, Jalen Brown? Uh, we'll see. That one's uh, probably a little bit more 50-50. Okay, I'm jumping back to the backcourt, um, and Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Derek White. Yeah, Trey Young is the one where I think he starts to lose a little bit of that support. I don't know that he gets voted in, and I think the coaches may look at him and be like, ah, that team's not very good, and he's yeah, he's putting up points and assists, but you know, where is that team going? That's where you may see guys like Donovan Mitchell and Derek White, who are on much, much better teams, maybe get a little bit more support. So here's where I think Paolo's in a group with. Bam, Scotty Barnes, how they view Jimmy Butler, Kristaps Porzingis, I think, had an incredible first half of the year. And then I guess I'll throw in Julius Randle. I think he's in that group where you're down to, like, just two of that group. Yeah, I think you're right with that, with, with Paolo, because you, you can shoehorn Franz maybe if there was an opportunity into a backcourt spot if you really wanted to. You can't do that with Paolo. He's clearly you know, a front court player, and that that is a little bit of the challenge. You know that that front court group is it's not super overwhelming deep in talent, but but it's pretty deep in talent with the guys you listed. So that's going to be be the thing is he's going to have to get there. What what I think you know we could see is this might be one where those two get very close and then maybe one's an injury replacement or something like that, or you know maybe next year's the year. But there might also be a thought of, hey, they're 19 and 14 right now. By the time we get to the All-Star break, they're still five, six games above 500. There may be a sentiment to, hey, we got to reward a team that's winning. That's something we often see when the coaches uh, take over to fill out the benches. 
Uh, please follow his work on Twitter X. Uh, Keith Smith NBA does great work for Spot Rack, his front office show. Please uh, follow the great work of Keith Smith. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year. Uh, when we come uh, back, a couple of college football notes about the coach that hasn't signed the extension, the title that is tainted but won't be, and the travel schedule in 2024. College football, next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.